program contains mature subject matter. Including maladjusted youth, masochistic hillbillies, and the excitement of the price is right. It may be deemed inappropriate for our younger viewers. Viewer discretion advised. I would like, if I may, to take you on a strange journey. I'll give you a choice. I could put on these glasses or start eating that trash can. You maniacs! What is a man? When we are successful, we will be. We have a real chance with this. COVID. Hello. Will you tell us about your head-to-toe look? When I was designing, I just wanted to play around with pattern and kind of break down the monotony of what otherwise plaid could do. So I just started cutting it up. I wanted to create shapes. I wanted to create volume. What I loved here is the boldness of that print. As soon as she walked out, I thought, oh, she's sick, but like sick in a good way. Do you mind putting your mask back on? Notice COVID's detail, this 3D applique. I mean, it just gets better. What do you guys think of this mask? It's sick. I didn't set it, but you must be hot. You should probably take the mask off. Can you breathe in there? A little bit. A little better like It's a good look, but we want to keep you alive. It's a good look, but we want to keep you alive. COVID is the new plaid. Boom. Yeah. You heard it here first. <laughs> that shit's uh that shit just blows my mind. Is the, that the, Project the, Runway? What yeah, show is that? Project yeah, Runway that? 2019. Last spring. Mm-mm-mm. Fuck That's yeah, dude. <laughs> Thank you, COVID. <laughs> Holy shit. That's some that's some just like I, I don't know what the word is. Would it be predictive programming? Would it be subliminal messaging? Would it be just an eerie coinky dink? Some some form of yeah that and I'm getting a little bit of deja vu in there somewhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and even like, oh, aren't you? <laughs> it's a like nice you gotta wear your mask. <laughs> Can you put your mask back on? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Uh well welcome back to Behind the Schemes, episode twenty, uh December fourth, twenty twenty. We are here and we are still breathing. Yeah. And we are still unvaccinated. Yeah. We have a new jingle board. <laughs> Just yeah, gonna be it's work. it's working excellent. Super, I must say. super, super obnoxious with it because all of my sound clips are all over the place. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I got to take it for a test run last night. I did that hog story show with uh, Fletcher and Carolyn Blaney. Um, I don't think it's out yet, but it was a super grand time. And it's almost like a, 
it's like a free for all, but for jingles, which is really fun. So all three of those are just spamming buttons all night. Did y'all record it? Yeah. Where where is it going to get uploaded? Uh, Hogstory.net is their website. It's found on all other major uh, podcast platforms. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Once it's out, I'll, uh, I'll definitely send you the link to it. Cool. Uh, I wish I wait. I wish I had done a better job kind of promoting the show, but I was just, um, no, it's all good, man. We still don't even have the social media up and running full scale. That'll take care of that eventually. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was a good time. Uh, it was a really good conversation. My face was hurting from laughing so much, which I take as a good sign, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, how you been? Uh, just been working, man. I started, I uh, gave up drinking on Thanksgiving. Uh, after I deliciously embarrassed myself for the 10,000th time. <laughs> so it was like a real wide uh, eye-opening experience once I woke up the following day around 1, 2 o'clock. And I just decided I didn't want to do that anymore. I started, uh, I did AA for about four straight days. I haven't done it in two days. I'm going to try to do it again tomorrow morning or in the evening. It's one. It's a virtual one that runs at 7 in the morning and 7 in the evening. Gotcha. And, and then I uh, started going back to the gym again. That's been going really well. My legs are uh, aching everywhere because I ran three miles. But uh, yeah, I'm starting to feel better. And it's uh, I feel like I can actually get some shit done soon. <laughs> I dig it. Still, still aiming to get back on a stage for stand-up too. That's my, that's my next big thing. Get the right backdrop and you got the microphone now and just start broadcasting from your room. Make that <laughs> You're talking about like virtual stand-up? Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Or at very least, I need to start making YouTube videos doing this shit. Might as well just make one of those reaction channels. Yeah. Like, let PewDiePie's. You got the uh, got the setup for it going. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what headphones did you end up going with? Uh, they're just the cheapest one they had available. These are Sony's. Right. They like only cost like twenty two dollars or something like that, and then I bought some. Uh, <laughs> I, I I refused to buy AirPods, so I bought these also twenty dollar uh, Bluetooth buds. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, I haven't uh, I haven't fucked with those AirPods yet. Um, it's a little too plugged in for my taste. Yeah, exactly. Between, between the pods yeah. and the watch and the and the phone. Which microphone do they want to turn on and listen to you next on? <laughs> now introducing eye condom. <laughs> right. It's coming. Spend money on the cum. Matt, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, what, what, what's a big news thing you want to talk about this week? Uh, well. Um, or from this past week, even. <laughs> I'm a little, uh, we had some more audio stuff, um, kind of getting hammered out, but, uh, a new fucking monolith has been discovered in California. I don't know if you'd seen the one in Romania, but, um, uh, me, Malachi, Malachi Jr. Uh, uh, discussed an article saying some dude fucking found one in Romania. Um, but you could see it from the road and it had like all these buff marks in it and shit like that where someone had taken an angle grinder or something to mm-hmm. the stainless steel. Um, I think that one's already disappeared, but a mysterious monolith has been discovered at the top of the Astacaderos Pine Mountain, attracting views from dozen of lo- dozens of local hikers. 
according to the Astacadero uh, News. It appeared Astacadero. Astacadero. I think I might be butchering <coughs> that. I feel like I'm butchering that. Uh, but the monolith appeared Wednesday morning. Dozens of hikers hiked, the, uh, visited the location to get a peek of what was there. It appears to be 10 feet tall, 19 inches wide. It's made of stainless steel, too. Object was welded together at each corner with rivets attaching the side panels to likely uh, to a likely steel frame inside. Top of the monument did not show any weld marks, and it appears to be hollow at the top, possibly the bottom, according to the Astacadero News. Um, monolith was not attached to the ground, and it could be knocked over. So, sounds not like a very it. stable one. <laughs> I, speaking of not very stable, I'm I'm guessing it might be Shia LaBeouf running around putting these in the ground. That'd be the best. That'd be the best answer to all of it. <laughs> best yeah. ending achieved. <laughs> stoned out of his mind, just setting up monoliths all around the world. That'd be awesome. That's a documentary. Uh, did you ever ever That's see this? twice? That'd be twice he broke the internet. <laughs> Well, what was what was the first time? Is it the the flag thing? Yeah, remember when we did the green screen thing? Just do oh, it. Oh, that's not even. Do it. That's not even. Do it. <laughs> hey, that would be a good jingle to add to the board. Um, but no, he had. If you're tired of failing, then stop quitting. Let's see, Shia LaBeouf, uh, flag incident. He <laughs> inevitably went toe to toe. Um. uh so shia labeouf had a flag that said he will not uh, divide us that would had been set up kind of in the middle of nowhere but the internet had found out i think it was specifically 4chan had found out and like used all this crazy uh geolocation data like the stars and stuff to figure out where they'd put this flag and they kept trolling him by running out there and taking it down once they discovered the location. So that that's what I thought you meant when you broke the internet. Oh, I see now. Yeah. No, I was just talking about his screen screen incident back in probably like 2010 or 9 now. Yeah, all those Nike commercials. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they mean the shit out of it. Uh, that was just the beginning. <laughs> this seems to be a little more um okay so never never has the world seen a game of capture the flag like this one shia labeouf thought he had evaded the world's trolls where he placed his anti-trump protest quote he will not divide us in the middle of nowhere but as most people already know you should never underestimate the power of the internet the protest which was originally placed outside the new york museum's uh museum of moving image came to fruition on January 20th, the day Donald Trump was inaugurated as president of the United States. That's funny. A commercial for his green screen, just do it, just popped up a little little (laughs) blurb. Uh, It was supposed to be live streamed 24-7 for the duration of Trump's presidency, but quickly became a, quote, flashpoint for violence and a spot that needed around-the-clock police patrols. LaBeouf was uh, himself was arrested in January after he allegedly assaulted a pro-Trump supporter at the stream. Due to the clashes, the stream was then moved to a wall outside the El Rey Theater in Albuquerque, New Mexico. After constant vandalism with the camera and continued violence around the site, LaBeouf came uh, well and truly fed up and decided to move the protest to an undisclosed loca- location. 
the actor kept the the Transformers actor kept the camera stream going, but instead decided to film a flag emblazoned with the slogan, "He will not divide us." Oh. Uh, undeterred by the secrecy surrounding the flag's location, trolls from the Image Base Bulletin Board Site 4chan made it their mission to discover the spot and conducted CIA level research to find the secret spot. And trolls from the slash poll board within 4chan began studying flight paths and times and even resorted to studying studying patterns made by the sun and stars in order to find the location. LaBeouf was then photographed in a Tennessee diner with a flag which gave the trolls a smaller window to search in. When they were relatively sure of the location, they enlisted the services of a local 4chan to drive around the suspected location honking his car horn. A little over two days after the flag was flown in its probably final location, the live stream... Film the live stream filmed her flag being stolen and replaced by a Trump hat. The hat has now been dropped from the flagpole. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Studying star and sun patterns to find this fucking flag. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that shit's funny. Um, Did you uh? Did you hear about uh, Letitia Wright from the Black Panther film? No. Well, apparently, like, she's experiencing her own, like, mini cancelization because she's questioning the vaccines. Oh, shit. Yeah, so, like, uh, even, uh, um, so she wrote, she wrote herself on Twitter. Uh, She played uh, T'Challa's sister, the one that developed all the tech and stuff in the laboratory. Yeah. So, um. Well, she Anyways, was but, she was the one that it, they wanted to carry on the Black Panther mantle, right? I believe so. I believe so. But we'll see after all this drama calms down. But uh, yeah, she's like trending a little bit here. She said, uh, "If you don't conform to popular opinions, but ask questions and think for yourself, you get canceled." Ah, holy so shit! 20, so twenty twenty. Well, yeah, uh, and <laughs> this one's kind of funny. This comes from uh, the Reddit thread, uh, Shitty Movie Details. In Black Panther, Letitia Wright plays someone who is very smart. This is a good example of being people, of people being nothing like their characters. It's kind of fucked up, but... It was a good joke, though. I had to read it. But yeah. No, I, I don't think she's doing anything uh, absurd or crazy. She's not out, out here recruiting people to not take the vaccine. She's just asking questions, as any, as everyone else is. Like, I don't understand. Well, actually, I do understand. It's just people get mad when you don't conform, exactly like she said. <laughs> well, why ask questions when you could get paid $1,500? Right. Vaccine stimuli, stimulus, stimulating. Oh, did y'all talk about that on the last podcast, too? How I don't... A- potential uh you'll get your government check if you t- get vaccinated that's been one of the proposals i believe <laughs> i don't think uh that news had broken or i hadn't stumbled across it yet by the time we had recorded but uh yeah i did see something about that um where did i put it how do you feel about it um well could i get multiple stimulus vaccines if that was the case yeah i'll get vaccinated five times in a day if that's the case i'll walk home with seventy five hundred dollars and zero traces of covid ever again i'd probably be fucked up for a week uh i i mean 
this is a baseless speculation, but I think uh, I think your general level of being fucked up would last a little longer than a week. <laughs> <laughs> After my skin stops falling off and my hair follicles grow back. Jesus. And well, so I know that, uh, well, as far as I was aware, there's um, some of the vaccines you're at least going to have to take a couple of different times i think it's the any of the mrna ones like the pfizer and the moderna Mm -hmm. um yeah i heard about that too so do you get fifteen hundred dollars for each one of those pricks like that would be fucking awesome (laughs) (laughs) all right so i'll do yours and yours and yours um but in like all seriousness like that just screams out to me in an even bigger capacity like oh this is so questionable you're going to have to bribe people that's awesome um i mean you're fucking incentivizing it you know or Mm -hmm. holding holding people's money as fucking collateral not i shouldn't say their money but holding this uh, well it is taxpayer money so technically you're right yeah um yeah i mean i i just fundamentally i disagree with it i just i think that's kind of a uh i don't know it's 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 fucked up (laughs) i don't don't know how else to phrase it no that's not what our democracy is about it should never be done that done that in that fashion (laughs) yeah i'd seen uh this one is from 2020 news i've never seen them before but it's talking about two doctors uh that have requested a stop of all Corona vaccination studies and call for co-signing of the petition. Uh, Ex-Pfizer head of respiratory research, Dr. Michael Yadon, Yeden, and the lung specialist and former head of the public health department, Dr. Wolfgang uh, Woodarg, filed an application with the EMA, European Medicine Agency, uh, responsible for EU-wide drug approval, for the immediate suspension of all SARS-CoV-2 vaccine studies, in particular the BioNTech and Pfizer. Um, They go on to list uh, some of the issues that they're worried uh, won't be discovered because of the short amount of testing that they've done on people. Um, The formation of so-called, quote, non-neutralizing antibodies can lead to an exaggerated immune reaction, especially when the test person is confronted with the, quote, wild virus after vaccination. This so-called antibody-dependent amplification ADE has long been known from experiments with corona vaccines in cats, for example. In the course of these studies, all the cats that initially tolerated the vaccination well died after catching the wild virus. The vaccinations are expected to produce antibodies against spike proteins of SARS-CoV-2. However, spike proteins also contain uh, synctin homogulus proteins, which are essential for the formation of the placenta in mammals such as humans. It must absolutely uh, be ruled out that a vaccine against SARS-CoV-2 could trigger an immune reaction, um, as otherwise infertility of indefinite duration could result in vaccinated women. You know what that screams to me of, right? Fucking utopia. With the John Cusack. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I thought you were talking about the book. (laughs) Oh, I did. I did pick up. I was was like, which book then? (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
mRNA vaccines contain poly poly uh, polyethylene glycol. Seventy percent of people develop antibodies against the subject uh, substance. This means many people can uh, develop allergic, potentially fatal reactions. This much too short duration of the study does not allow a realistic estimate uh, estimation of the late effects. As in narcolepsy cases after the swine flu, swine flu vaccination, millions of healthy people would be exposed to an unacceptable risk if an, an emergency approval were to be granted. And the possibility of observing the late effects of the vaccination were to follow. Nevertheless, BioN Tech uh, apparently submitted an application for emergency approval on December 1st, 2020. Mm. Um, I did a little bit of digging into this. I mean, these people exist. Um and and a lot of this, it just kind of falls in line with other rumblings of disinformation I've seen floating around on the internet. Because, um, you know, naturally these are quack doctors who are totally unqualified to say anything and just need to, quote, fall back in line. Um, and on top of that, there was another one. And this one kind of falls more in line with my crazy nut out there conspiracy that uh someone uh made a chimera with aids and covid when the article was talking about 10 years ago or about 15 years ago there was a vaccine that was issued that was giving people a higher risk to catch an hiv which is pretty gnarly there was and there's something in one of the binders i think that they're using in the new corona vaccines that is the same thing that was found in these vaccines from 15 years ago so they were they were they were worried that the vaccine would make you the corona the new ones would make you more susceptible to catching aids which is <laughs> sounds like a lose-lose sort of situation uh definitely especially if you're fucking all day without condoms for sure yeah yeah <laughs> spend money on the cum <laughs> um, yes sir yeah so I I, I I feel like the whole vaccine thing is just such a it's a wormhole to go I if anything I'd recommend people go and check out the uh, Robert F Kennedy jr. Um, believe it or not, like this guy is going balls to the walls as far as um, fighting back on bunk science because you got to call it out for what it is at some point. You know, the, this is processes that take who knows how long in normal circumstances, and you know, just well, it's within usually a- eighteen months for a vaccine to be properly done, I believe, by the FDA or whatever. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be awesome. Yes. We're coming up on what nine, ten months now, I guess. Well, think back to that fucking video. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, that shit's spring of two thousand and nineteen. All right. So, Thailand, it's been eighteen months. <laughs> <laughs> Time, yeah. They they already had it waiting in the wings. They were working on it. Exactly. Ugh. Shit's gross. Can't wait. I'm gonna be the guinea pig for the podcast. By the way. Just so everyone knows, um, uh, as soon as it's readily available, obviously, I'm an essential worker in some capacity, but not really. I don't work with the elderly or in a hospital, so I'm probably gonna, uh, I'm probably gonna be in like the second or third phase of 
the release of the vaccine. But um, yeah, I'll, I'm going to keep everyone posted. I, I might do like a little YouTube, Facebook day-to-day type deal just so everyone, you know, I'm just going to uh, give everyone the day-to-day on what's going on with it, how it affects me whenever I get mine. I just, you know, if they can do it this one time, what's to stop them from being like, hey, you know what? Y'all need to line up and take this other shot. Well, of course, all the, all Big Pharma would love that for anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty. It's, tr- it's trillions of dollars on the line if they could convince you, if they could scare you. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That, that, that's, that's, a, that's the key point right there. If they can, if they can, uh, can scare you. Mm-hmm. Um, started making a little new mini tirade about it. It's like you know, all these fucking science and medical proclaimers are just worshiping a fucking death cult. The media, like they all kind of just fall in line and just worship death and, and, and rile people up into this point of just being so incredibly fearful. Um, actually, it reminds me of a video Malachi had sent. <coughs> Excuse me, which if y'all are listening and hadn't figured it out, Malachi is not joining us for tonight. So it's just uh, Monty and myself. Boobery wants some action. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So what was the name of that video? I see this is this is the other part I want to get better about like actually having all these clips lined up and ready to go because I don't want to scrub through the whole thing but it was pretty good it's like finally when you leave the safety of your uh yeah I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna try I'm just gonna fuck it up but I'll have it I'll have it for next time it was a really good kind of heroin quote I was like he really hits it on the nail right there and it's all of just people are whipped up into a, a frenzy about the concept of, of dying and death. And I think we already have a really suspect view or um, way that we approach death in the Western culture. So it's already kind of primed. to. Is that though? We're all scared shitless of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, think about it. Like, you know, we all, a, a lot of people get all dolled up and embalmed, you know, post-mortem. Mm-hmm. Get turned into these porcelain dolls that are going to go in the ground forever, you know. <laughs> Dig a hole and kick me in. That that's 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 kind of where I'm sitting at. Just just roll me in, um, if you must. Bear me a couple feet deeper. Put in some dirt. About halfway down, throw in a dead dog, and they'll never find me. <laughs> they'll never get me, you bastards. <laughs> Uh, that was interesting. Doctor refused to wear a mask, has medical license suspended. That was a. I, I have a feeling he wanted a vacation. <laughs> Did it say where he was? Uh, I just pulled it up. Oregon doctor refused to wear a mask, has medical license suspended. His name was Dr. Stephen uh, Latalipe. Uh, said at a pro Trump rally that neither he nor his staff wears masks in their clinic. The state has suspended his medical license indefinitely. Hmm. Well, should have worn a mask, I guess. I, I don't. That, that's yeah, pretty I know. Right. I, don't, I know. I feel really. I, 
I don't feel bad for him. I feel bad for his staff, really, because it's like, what the fuck are they going to do? I hope he's paying them while they're off, at least. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, at the same point, you know, people are going to... It really feels like it's 50-50 at the moment, as far as mm-hmm. folks that want to participate and folks that don't want to participate. Right. I mean, um, can't do much else if you don't have an income either, though. <laughs> well, is, is that how you gain the compliance? Like, you're, you're going to hold stimulus checks over people's heads? <laughs> you're going to hold their ability to make a livelihood over their heads? It's a, it's a tough call, man. I mean, technically, you don't even need the stimulus check if you're working. So that's why I, that's where my concern mostly is. It's well, just for those staff members who don't have a shit ton. I, I shouldn't say a bunch of money in a bank because not all doctors are filthy rich by any means, but you know what I'm saying? They just certainly don't make as much as him though. So it, it's, it's like, uh, it's, it's like that situation where like, say uh, you're like the lead of a movie franchise or a TV show. And all you have to do is apologize and you refuse to apologize. And your show gets canceled. Well, now you have a thousand people out of work because you know what I mean? Because you didn't want to comply. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's just, you got to think a little bit more than yourself in those situations. But I, I haven't read the full story on this doctor, uh, Stephen Latalipe, but um, I just can't help but think like maybe, maybe someone on his staff was like, Hey man, you know, I don't want to have to look for a job or, you know, get furloughed or whatever you better pay me <laughs> you know yeah i uh i did apply for a new job today so that will be interesting what what kind of job uh de- department store hardware store uh it's kind of like the local version of lowe's here oh nice minnesota chain menards that's, that's up your alley so you're gonna be the the handyman huh yeah uh hopefully it's like well pretty much my only conflicts at this moment are the show so whatever allows me to maintain some recording nights like fuck it i don't really care what i do mm. just want to make some money the, the, there's no more theater shows in the foreseeable future at the moment fuck no and that's another thing like uh everyone's clamoring to take the vaccine because they think that it's going to instantly uh well i shouldn't say instantly I give them a little more credit but they think that that's like the first of many steps that'll put us back in the theater and you know no, the, that's gonna take years to recover yeah people <laughs> someone was laughing at me when i was like yeah after COVID 19 and COVID 20 mm-hmm. and COVID 21 and 22 and 20 <laughs> it's like i'm not really i'm not really joking actually um same thing's happening with the movie industry. You see HBO Max is getting all the movies now, and they're going to simultaneously release them in theaters. <laughs> yeah, I think that's going to I think that's going to kneecap movie theaters. Uh definitely in some capacity. Uh, like I said before though, like uh, they're not I don't think movie theaters are going to all go away. Some definitely will shut up, shut down, but inevitably they'll just sell to someone else at wholesale and for you know amazon owns, owns some movie theaters too <laughs> or some shit like that gotcha i gotta say for the the discord video it lines up quite nicely with the uh with the sky patio that that's good yeah I'd say it's a lot closer than the other one is which is mm-hmm. exciting and we can keep all of our chats open at the same time too yeah it is uh that is clutch yeah <laughs> that's a good one i haven't heard that one in a minute <laughs> 
What, Clutch? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, let's see. So, so watch more sports. You hear it all, hear it all the time over there. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I could, but I'm probably not going to. <laughs> <laughs> You're not alone. Hey, this one's kind of cool. Have you ever heard about the uh, the X-ray records, X-ray vinyl black market in Soviet Russia? No, what is this? So, is this? Uh, way back in the day, um, to to uh, smuggle records and essentially and like distribute them. Uh, people would take old x-ray photographs from people's bodies and shit. Oh, I could probably screen share this with you. Um, but they would take uh, these x-ray photos and print fucking music into them and turn them into records. Wait, hold on, I'm blowing this up right now. <clears throat> but yeah, the the record if for people listening, it's 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 a chest X ray with, <laughs> but you can see where it's been pressed. What what? That's interesting. Uh, the music on ribs sold by dealers who bought X rays from the back door of hospitals and pressed forbidden music onto them. And people tend to tell this story as one of Russian hipsters breaking the system by pirating Western music. Well, that's not just accurate at all. Uh, it goes on to say, this dude is explaining the remarkable story behind his X-Ray audio project. He's a musician who's been performing in Russia for 10 years with his band, The Real Tuesday Weld. Four years ago, stumbled across what he thought was a vinyl-type disc cut onto an X-Ray in a St. Petersburg, Petersburg flea market. Uh, I took it back to London, established what it was. I uh, set on uh, trying to figure out who had made the record. Um the bootlegged records were nicknamed Bones or Ribs, and they exposed an outlandish tale of Russian bootleggers living during the early Cold War years. Um, yeah, I mean, what a way to smuggle some shit in. That is actually really brilliant. <laughs> um, the Oh, there's a documentary, a TED Talk, and a book. Holy shit, <laughs> that documentary sounds tight. Uh, oh, this one's cool. This one's a, it's the inside of a, of a dude's or, or a chick's skull, right? skull. Yeah. It's someone's mm-hmm. skull and there's music printed on it. <laughs> I want, I want music printed on my head. Right. That that would be. If I was going to repurpose my body parts. Yeah. This would be actually kind of interesting. Hmm. That and the body works people. You ever see the body works? Oh, uh, is that the display where they set up all the human um, cadavers and such? Yeah, like big old Ken Barbie dolls. Yeah, they, they used to have a major one here in Atlanta, but I, I think it's uh, moved on. Uh, I never, I never did see it. I mean, I, I dig the science behind it. I dig people, you know. Uh, Adrian, your camera is blinking low battery. Oh well, shit. That'll be fine. I'll switch over here in a second. Just so you know. Um, yeah, I got I to gotta get a new charger for it or something. I'm just running off a of battery. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll just be looking up my nose if that's okay. <laughs> there we go. It's How's that? That's better. Boom. No more box. <laughs> <laughs> Adrian drops his box. <laughs> um, 
Oh, you see that the House just passed decriminalizing weed federally? I did. That's exciting news. That is. Hey, if you're looking for a new job, man, you might jump. You should find someone that's doing weed and jump in there. Be a cultivator. I don't have much of a green thumb, but you know, I can learn. Yeah, uh, easily, man. Do you know how many brand new jobs are going to be opening in that industry now? <laughs> well, I mean, they still. So it's. I'm assuming it's recreational and medical, or both, or one or the other. I mean. I mean, if they're decriminalizing it, then that's just going to swing the door open for medicinal and all this other. As long as it's federally decriminalized, that means, first of all, all the dispensary is no longer. Uh, they, I'm, I'm sure they have workarounds when it comes to working with banks already. But I know that was like a big thing in the beginning because, you know, it's a federal crime. So banks wouldn't work with them. So they'd have to they'd lose a ton of money turning all their uh, revenue into money orders and then of course people steal and rob all the time and then the dea would come in and bust them and take their you know their stash and their money as well but um yeah i mean it's just gonna spring the, i mean obviously the cat's out the bag now and they love the tax revenue that comes from it so <laughs> yeah you gotta do something to get this economy going again they decriminalize uh cocaine and uh what else in uh oregon uh methamphetamine i think uh, uh okay so is heroin the only one left then yeah it was either it was cocaine and methamphetamine or heroin it was what it was one of two of those three but i know coke was definitely one gotcha yeah i was excited i mean i i, I think it's definitely time for the drug drug war to end me for too sure. man me too and while we're at it release all these fucking pot barons uh, while we're at it yeah <laughs> For sure, dealers. It's been, been been too long. Mm-hmm. Fucking war on drugs. It didn't work. <laughs> Some dumb no, no, shit. For me, it was just another tool to disrupt, uh, disrupt families, especially of the poor, especially in uh, black and many other minority communities. Right, and that's, you all, know, that's all it was. And they took all the profits and they funded fucking wars with it, you know. So, mm-hmm. and you know, and people want to be like, "Oh no, there's no way that the government could ever conspire to do crazy shit," except but, you know, fucking <clears throat> run drugs and sell guns and. <laughs> you got some black guy sitting in prison doing thirty years because he had like an ounce or a gram or whatever, some ridiculously low amount. And right. yet there's, there's, there's dispensaries open all around the country. And some of these people are making hundreds of thousands of dollars every year now. Oh yeah. While he sits in prison. Well, we're shoot. doing the same thing. I mean, I, I'm really trying to avoid beating a dead horse, but you know, perfect example was how many people did the, uh, those nineties crime bills, of, uh, target. And then Hunter comes in and, you know, he's, <laughs> taking a odd amount of pictures of his uh nether regions while he's smoking some sort of uh upper i, I won't presume to try and guess what it is but i'm mm-hmm. guessing it's only probably one of two uh, or three yeah i hear you too man but you know how it is presidential kids do whatever the hell they want yeah well i know i know unfortunately Unfortunately, the law does not extend to them <laughs> or even Trump's kids killing uh, like endangered species animals when they're safari hunting or whatever the fuck it is they do on their well, extravagant, extravagant trips. <laughs> you know, you know what the, the setup for sorry, I'm trying to get some incense rolling. 
Um, you know why that that's set up the way it is for the big game hunting? These reservations uh, will uh, essentially sell a pass to people to go out, and it's a part of population control, and it helps generate revenue. Um, f- of course, for the uh, for the you know to to employ security to keep poachers out, you know things of mm-hmm. that nature. So right, it's right. a very targeted and selective way that they go through and and um, you know let these people hunt, and it's not just I forget which dipshit it was eric or junior or whatever but you know it's it's definitely shocking to look at for sure you know to see see him sitting on this uh i don't even remember what what it was it was that they shot all i can think of is that one guy telling (laughs) he went around on this boardwalk telling people that eric jr or eric trump had shot a triceratops how outraged were they about that? <laughs> oh my god. This one all right, this one we're gonna go find. Um But uh yeah, so it's it's definitely like it's it's hard to see, but at the same time that money is being used in a beneficial ma- manner. Um so I I, I won't get too on the other on the flip side of it you could just give them the money. <laughs> that is that is true. That is true. Well, you know, they, again like if I don't know how the population uh control of it works, but yeah. Uh, so yeah. this is uh Trump's sons kill a triceratops on a hunting safari. <laughs> You might have seen the Donald Trump kids are big hunters. They go on these hunting trips just for fun and kill these poor animals. So now just getting people's reactions to Donald Trump's kids now killing the Triceratops in Africa on a hunting expedition. Okay, so honestly, my opinion is I think they're just getting away with a lot for the simple fact that they're (laughs) Donald Trump's children. Would an ordinary person be able to get away with killing a Triceratops or the Donald Trump's kids just being able to get away with that because they're (laughs) Donald Trump's kids? I think they're getting away with it because they're Donald Trump's kids. And I think anybody else would just get in trouble and they're honestly, I don't know, jail time. (laughs) Yeah, they'll they'll pay a fine for it and they'll they'll serve their time in jail and killing the triceratops i think it's endangered species in some countries man i would not be able to keep a straight face for any of that (laughs) (laughs) you should go to jail for killing a triceratops just plain and simple Mm -hmm. through and through it is Mm -hmm. not right it's not a good thing (laughs) Uh, i mean i i i love i love both sides of it I, i feel both sides of it but at the end of the day i'm just like you do you you have you you have to go kill it yourself obviously and on top of it you have to take a picture <laughs> you know what i mean you can't even just appreciate the memory of it and just be like i wasn't there there's no photo oh wait we took a photo of ourselves didn't we <laughs> wait no they didn't take a picture of a triceratops no i know right <laughs> um or did they i don't know i stanley can't remember Kubrick, you know Maybe I feel like they had dropped a couple of memes that they had photoshopped uh, one of the kids on the Triceratops. Where is that? Um, 
The, yeah, I, I'm I'm a big fan of the uh, man or do uh, you know boots on the ground? Sorry, boots on the ground reporting where they you know go and find people right then and there in the moment. Right. Um, no, it's important. Get in there. No, I don't know where I don't know where I'd seen it. I thought, oh, here it is. No, that's that's actually just uh, Steven Spielberg. Never mind. Oh well. Um, have you been watching Mandalorian? I have. I haven't watched a new one tonight, but uh, I have. I actually liked the last episode. Yeah, with uh, Ahs- uh, Ahsoka. Yeah, finally. Jesus, I thought they were gonna wait till like the last episode to show her, and that would have really pissed me off. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, definitely not pulling any punches with this series. It's it's kind of cool. I, I I like the direction of the. Um, these this like this and rogue one mm-hmm. kind of bring it a little more grounded um yeah it's basically uh uh i think bo bar said best it's it's essentially just a, a western star wars story yeah uh well i re- i really liked the episode uh i think it was two or three episodes ago when he ran into uh, uh katie sackoff was uh in, in that episode as one of the other mandalorians the new mandalorians oh starbuck from Battlestar yeah, Galactica. Star, yeah, yeah, Starbuck, Katie Sackhoff. Yeah, I, I love, I love, I'm obsessed with her. Anyways, um, she, uh, I, I really like that episode because they, they framed it. He's a religious snob, isn't he? Manda. <laughs> yeah. He is. They don't even recognize, they, they. he's basically Old Testament that doesn't recognize the new one. <laughs> you know, you're not real Christians. We don't fuck with that. You shouldn't have that armor. That's how. That's who he is. He's a religious snob. I can see it. Uh, there, yeah. that's. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually, I actually love that. I was like, oh man, that's the first thing they've done to show uh, a chink in the armor for him. <laughs> you see, what I didn't realize though is I didn't realize that he was uh, that Mando was played by Oberon Martell. That that's pretty wild. Yeah, yeah, man. Pedro Pascal is excellent actor. Yeah. There has seemed to be a little bit of I, I don't controversy is maybe too harsh of a word, but uh, there definitely seemed to be a somewhat small outcry of SJW outrage uh, for a handful of things. Um, first, Are you talking about within the series itself? Yeah, with, within this season. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, they're always trying to write that in a little bit. At least they're not doing it as. At least they're doing it much better than Kathleen Kennedy's uh, team did with uh, the Force Awakens franchise because that was just ridiculous. Especially, don't even get me started with uh, Ryan Johnson's uh, The Last Jedi. His crisis was the worst. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was SJW, like, nonsense and garbage, unfortunately. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of energy was uh, expended into The Force Awakens to try and retcon the movie that... <laughs> you know that they had just released mm-hmm. um they ended up the problem the, the problem with most of these things too they try to do i understand you want to infuse uh you want more women you want more equality you want uh strong female characters and i do get that i just think there's a certain uh approach you just have to be a good writer and the the way they're writing it it's just coming off as i'm watching star wars and here's a psa about women you know what I mean? 
And it's like, you're not even developing the character though. Like, let me, like Sigourney Weaver in, um, in, in the Alien franchise, at least the first two films. Uh, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of pretend the other ones don't exist for a second here, <laughs> but at least in the first two films, like her character, you could literally put her in like Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is loaded with excellent female written characters, you know, very well written. Like I just don't understand why they don't do that approach. Or with like it. even you know Starbuck from the new battle, Star Galactica. Oh yeah, Sarah exactly. Connor from Terminator. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's. There, there's there's a way to go about it, but they always go the preachy route. That's well, the problem. It's, it's all the characters, I'd say. All mm-hmm. the characters, they just, um, <coughs> they just, uh, you know, hand hand all the new characters off. They're like, okay, fandom, like these are not idols is a really harsh word, but that's pretty much the direction that my mind goes. Like, here's, yeah, here's the new. Um, pillars of this trilogy and like you gotta yeah you just you just gotta love it you gotta love it i'm like no i don't have to love it i mean um adam driver is uh it's like here's the gay here's the bi here's the uh anti-bully and you're gonna love them because that's all their identity is it's like no i want to see layers to them <laughs> right well i mean look at look at mando you know he's got especially this this uh, previous episode i'm not or today's one i'm not gonna spoil anything for you uh, okay yeah you've seen it already huh <laughs> yeah we, we watched it uh before i came up here gotcha um, some good shit some really good shit good, good. be excited <laughs> um but yeah the controversies uh i guess people were freaking out that Baby Yoda was committing genocide by eating frog ladies' eggs before they were unfertilized. <laughs> oh my god! Imaginary frog eggs, huh? Gotcha. I, I think it's the uh, the concept. I guess it's the idea that really provoke and and uh, intimidate people. Um, <laughs> it reminds me of a Daniel Tosh joke. <laughs> this one's the. Uh, uh, comicgears.com Mandalorian boob ar- armor controversy explained sexism mm-hmm. versus practicality they're talking okay. about uh, I, I've already forgotten her name but uh, um, the Katie lady, Sackoff Katie Sackoff because um, mm-hmm. her, her chest armor had a spot for, or actually both both of the, the two women um, had spaces for their boobs to go on their armor okay um, but people were getting freaked out about that and because they have breast. I guess because they were trying to uh, sexualize the the armor, um, and the last one, Gina Carano faces massive backlash from fans. She, I love her character. What are they crying about with her? Uh, she tweeted, "We need to clean up the election process so we are not left feeling the way that we do today. Put laws in place that protect us against voter fraud. Investigate every state." Film the counting, flush out fake votes, require ID, make voter fraud end twenty in twenty twenty, fix the system. Yeah. All right, so Zena Carano's a Republican, and people are pissed off about that. <laughs> That's literally all I heard in that whole thing. <laughs> she didn't even have to say it. I'm like, okay, she's a Republican, and um, oh, it gets she worse. has opinions on the process. Open up your businesses and churches. Put whatever regulations you want to. Uh, because that is your right, but open them up. You're telling me COVID-19 knows the difference between a protest or praise and worship. I haven't even been to a church in over a decade, but I would sure go now. Um, 
That's what she said. Yep, that was another one of her tweets. Um, I, I get it. It's, people are really bored, obviously. Yep. <laughs> what can, <laughs> what flavor of outrage will we be testing today? Uh, Chris Pratt caught some like two, three weeks ago as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, well, I guess that's what you get for being an outed Christian. Stupid right. son of a bitch. And I think he once wore, I can't remember if it was a MAGA hat or some like trucker's hat that insinuates he's Republican, but. Uh, yeah, I think it was the trucker's hat. I think, I think yeah. it was. Um, I think pretty much the, <laughs> the only dude that's added himself as a Trump supporter, as far as Hollywood's concerned, is James Wood. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, Clint, and Clint Eastwood. All the Woods, for that matter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Clint Eastwood. Uh, I haven't. I haven't seen a Clint Eastwood film in a long time. Do you do you have a particular favorite? Of his and like recent years or you know, he's got a career of like sixty years. I know, um, I know. I mean, I would if you want to see some good shit, uh the Dirty Harry franchise is awesome. Yep. Um, I haven't seen the full thing. I want to go back and find the one that's got Jim Carrey in it. Mm. Um he plays some sort of whacked out crazy dude. And uh, Grant Torino was really good. He made that in like 08, I think. Oh, yeah. I'd say um, easy classic. Uh, if you want to watch some of his directorials, uh, I like some of his war movies like uh, Letters from Iwo Jima and Flags of Our Fathers. Uh, those movies you have to watch back to back because uh, I don't want to spoil it. There's a there's a soldier. And then and when you watch the other movie, you see what kind of happens uh you, you kind of find out like what, what hat, where that soldier went or where he went missing to and things of that nature. Like they're connected. Gotcha. I've seen them, but it's been, I, I it was probably the year that they came out and those are like 2008 or something, 2009. Right. So it's mm-hmm. been a long time. Um, I'm personally, Dirty Unforgiven Harry, too. That's another good uh, one too. I always like the way that he like capped off his movies. Like mm-hmm. all of his, his, because he had different personas. He had the the outlaw, the detective, um, his war movies. So yeah. Gran Torino like brings the end to the war character. Unforgiven brings the the end to the outlaw bounty hunter. Um, Dirty Harry. There was a actually I don't think I don't think they ever did like a proper Dirty Harry, um, at least in spirit ending. If that makes any sense. Right. But um, yeah, any any which way but loose. I like that one a lot too. <laughs> um, you know, it kind of reminds me of Clint Eastwood too. But he's like, uh, he's obviously really different personality wise. No, actually, I, I, it's not a good comparison. Never mind. Never mind. They they just they're just both really good with guns. So that's about it. <laughs> who's who's the comparison? Uh, Keanu Reeves. I was like, Keanu Reeves is just liberal. Clint Eastwood. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I, Clint Eastwood, I mean, uh, Keanu Reeves kind of strikes me more as a centrist, but I, I shouldn't... Oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. definitely a middleman. <laughs> I think he's uh, transcended a lot being a vampire that's over 180 years old, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did finally watch Bill and Ted 3. Um, oh, how was that? I thought there were some really good bits in it. There's some There's some pretty funny shit. Um, I like the actress that played uh, Keanu's daughter in it. Yeah. Oh, so you have seen it? No, I just know I I just saw the casting on IMDb, and I was like, oh, it's the act- actress from a uh, she's on that Netflix show Atypical. I really enjoy her. 
I think she's going to be real special. Nice. Forward. Um, yeah, I, I would give, you know, if, if you see it on the streaming site for free, check it out. I don't I'm know sure if it's it, coming. <laughs> I don't know if it's worth uh, buying or renting. Yeah, uh, if it's for if it's for a dollar ninety nine or two ninety nine, I probably will one yeah. night. <laughs> um, have you have you seen Bogus Adventure, the second one? Not in not in so many years. Is the second one when they play Death and uh, <laughs> yeah. all like the and all the games like uh, yeah. fucking Twister and Chess and shit <laughs> like that? Best seven out of eight. Right. <laughs> and he, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I do remember that as a as a young young man or child. Yeah, there's a actually there's a clip in there. I, I kind of want to go pull now that I think about it. Uh, you might be a king or a little street sweeper, but sooner or later you'll dance with the reaper. And it's death <laughs> as he's playing his fucking bass solo. <laughs> right, right. Didn't they bring back death? The same actor that played death oh, back fuck for the yeah. third film. Oh they yeah, did. yeah, the original death. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's 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 pretty fucking it's pretty fucking wild. Um, the I thought the ending was kind of hokey. Once you, once you check it out, we should uh, talk a little uh, talk some more about it because it hits one of those big conspiracy things for me. But mm. um, yeah, I don't want to. Oh, uh, dude, did you did you ever see the hunt? No, I, I don't. You have to you have to watch the hunt. Hold on, I'm gonna right now. Uh, actually, you want to sc- can I screen share? And we'll watch a trailer. Sure. I don't know if the... Uh, oh, I, I might have a trailer pulled up here. Okay, yeah. Just uh, yeah, just pull up one for the hunt. Here we go. Yeah, you go ahead. Oh, you're not screen sharing it? It's coming. Oh, okay. Play, damn you. But yeah, um, <clears throat> you gotta check this out. It's basically liberal elites kidnapping kidnapping a bunch of people they see as like uh, deplorables and setting up the most dangerous game and killing them all (laughs) oh i've heard about this but i haven't seen it yet there (laughs) it didn't seem like people were uh super pleased about it here we go well it it got delayed because of the uh el paso and another daytona mass shootings oh jesus and then it got released in March at the beginning of the pandemic. But I actually, I actually enjoyed it. I don't think it's by any means a masterpiece. It's got a, it's got fucking a Dennis from It's Sunny in Philadelphia in it as well, <laughs> as well as uh, Emma Roberts. Uh, there's a couple of recognizable faces you'll see in there. But uh, the the woman, the the blonde chick, the main character, phenomenal. I, I can't remember her name. I'm sorry if I don't remember your name, but she's excellent. I, I want to see her in more shit. She's funny as fuck. She kind of reminds me of uh, Lauren a little bit. Remember Lauren Joy? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. She kind of reminds me of her, like very, like very, like hometown sassy. You know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's play it. All right. How about a glass of champagne? Perfect. Put on some weight. Put him in the back with the rest. Yeah, that's her. It's got some um, most dangerous uh, game vibes to it. 
Oh, that's all it is. That's <laughs> exactly that. What is all of this? Some uh, Battle Royale, that Japanese film. I can't use that. They're being hunted by liberal elites. <laughs> Tom Hanks. <laughs> I know what this is. <laughs> Every year, the dialogues very like cringe this. from time to time, but sometimes it actually does stick. Mississippi. Mm. This is a real thing. You're hunting human beings for sport. Then you're not human beings. Miss Swank. Help you? What state is this? Most people know where they are. All right, most people. You're in the glorious state of Arkansas, sweetheart. Is there anything else I can help? Jesus. How'd you know she was lying? Because everyone is lying. There has to be a reason they chose us. I'm not going down without that War is war. You have no idea what you're up against. <laughs> This time, they picked the wrong woman. Game of survival. I'm gonna rip you to pieces. We'll see. This is a wild game of survival. Huh. It, it's worth one watch. I don't think it's uh, by any means a masterpiece, but it, it's got some fun moments and some fun kills in it. <laughs> It's, a little too much, a little too much CGI blood for my taste, though. <laughs> it's uh, it looks pretty interesting. Um, it's one of those movies I think kind of <laughs> falls into that. Oh, stop okay. it! I didn't tell you to play. It falls into that uh, predictive programming category. Oh, uh, for sure. Along with uh, Utopia, then you think about uh, God. I can't remember his his name, but we got a the 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 clip went something like we have to hunt these maggots down and um hold them accountable and all this other crazy shit so right right you know I, <laughs> it there's is literally fiction. a point in a film this is the only spoiler i'll give you it's not much of a spoiler there's literally a point in the film when they're selecting all the people and they're like we have to have at least one black person in here for affirmative action oh my <laughs> god <laughs> We don't want to seem racist or anything. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, and it, it gets that cringy. <laughs> there's a there's another Netflix movie um, that's scheduled to come out uh, next year, I believe. Uh, Netflix pandemic. This one, this one got me kind of like, what the fuck is Michael Bay thinking? Uh, movie's called Songbird. Uh, which is one of those things that Songbird has got some MK Ultra E sort of vibes to me. Like if you look at um, Audrey Hepburn, she's uh, long suspected a um, a subject or a victim to MK Ultra control, and like there's a there's those photos of the uh illuminati parties back in the 60s or 70s and like audrey hepburn spent the entire party with this bird cage on her head and uh it's just there's a lot of themes along with like the rain or the not the rainbows but the uh well i guess rainbows to a certain extent but more so with like monarch butterflies and the eye symbology and all this shit 
Uh, okay. It was all very, very interesting. But this is a new Michael Bay movie coming out in 2021 called Songbird. Good morning, Miss Garcia. Good morning, Sunshine. I miss you. I could kiss you right now. Yeah, well, someday. Curfew is now in effect. All unauthorized citizens must stay indoors. <laughs> See the giant billboard with the death counter on it? As we head to the 213th week of lockdown. A grim new reality emerges. COVID-23 has mutated. Beginning thermal scan. Thermal scan normal. A horrifying new development today. New confirms the virus attacks the brain tissue. Coming to an HBO Max near you. <laughs> well, this is... This will be Netflix. Oh, it is? Okay. All infected Americans are being forced into quarantine camps. Sarah. Sarah, what's going on? Department of Sanitation. Bunch of dudes gathered out your fucking door, ready to knock it down. Well, think about the, uh, there was that German doctor that was live streaming. There was the German jock, German, <laughs> German doctor that was live streaming uh, a broadcast about COVID-19, quote, uh-huh. misinformation. And then the, uh, the, the, the cops came and busted his door down and arrested him. All happened on the fucking stream. Have you seen this? Mm-mm. Dude, well, uh, maybe we can play it when uh, we we'll take a break. But um, yeah, so this movie, um, so far it's like the you know s- somewhere in England, everything's been shut down, and COVID twenty three. The irony is, <laughs> it's it's a little too soon, I think, uh, based off of what we were joking about earlier. Um, but yeah, they got all of these fucking quarantine camps and uh, f- uh, thermal scanners on the phones and everything. And while this brain eating virus is running rampant and um, people are isolated indoors in their homes and shit. And they got dudes in hazmat suits showing up as fucking Department of Sanitation. Um, so let's see what else happens. Clean the swamp. Sarah, do not open that door. Oh, I'm sorry, Michael Bay didn't direct it, he produced it. Beginning thermal scan. Three, two, one. Anomaly detected. Armed guards will be arriving in four to six hours. You must not attempt to leave your home, or you will be shot on sight. <laughs> this is my message to you. I know you're in there. Coming. I have to let you go. No, 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 no. Sarah! Sarah! Say goodbye to me. This trailer makes me think they spend the whole movie talking through the door. <laughs> kind of like panic room. We don't yeah. want to survive. I'm trying to save the one person left in my life that matters to me. What you're talking about is illegal. It's definitely a Michael Bay movie with all the orange and blue <laughs> tints. <laughs> Big dramatic car chases, spectacular explosions. Oh, I like this bit right here. And remember, stay safe, 
save and sanitize. Stay safe, stay sane, and stay sanitized. Sanitized. Mm. Good stuff. It's creepy. Uh, you know, I, I can't help but wonder, like, you know, thinking about this fucking Project Runaway video. Um, and, you know, Simpsons is fucking notorious for this. NBC, you are here to listen oh. and not speak. <laughs> this is not the part I thought it was. <laughs> we played the, uh, I found that house cat flu intro and they're talking about, you know, what sort of, um, what sort of thing can they do to generate uh, viewership? And they're like, Oh, let's release a new virus and we'll blame it on house cats. <laughs> um, this is supposed to be our saviors. But yeah, predictive programming, man. It's, um, it's out there. It exists. I, I would never doubt it. It's kind of creepy sometimes. Um, especially like with the fucking Utopia series. That one got canceled already. I, I'm curious if it just wasn't. The Utopia series got canceled? Yeah. Yep. What do you mean? Like they pulled it? Mm-hmm. No season two. Oh, you're saying there's no good, there's not going to be a continuation. Correct. Okay, I thought you were saying they like pulled it from Amazon or whatever. Oh no, I doubt they would take it that far, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I just never saw it pick up any steam either. Like I didn't hear anyone talking about it. It was kind of one of those things that unfortunately, it probably just didn't get the viewership it needed. <laughs> Why watch that when you could just go out and fucking look look out your window? You know, right? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, as much as I love Rain Wilson and John Cusack, yeah, it, it didn't get get a lot of they should have released that if they're gonna release it they should have released it in march mm. like as soon as all the shutdowns began and that then they could have capitalized on that show yeah but they pull, released pull it. A tiger king yeah exactly and but like at, at that point yeah yeah or maybe a week after tiger king <laughs> it would have been better <laughs> um well uh how would you feel about taking a quick break here yeah that's cool i'll take 10 Sounds good. We'll be back soon, y'all. I made it back. What up again? Yeah. Some interesting films coming out soon. It's good. Yes. Yes. Some good shit. But what I'm even more excited about, there's a four-hour interview with Joe Rogan and Alex Jones that I haven't sat through yet, but should be some pretty good shit. (laughs) There's also, um, what else is there? Oh, did you hear about uh, Oscar Isaac? No, what what did he do? Uh, he got cast uh, to play Snake from Metal Gear Solid. They're making a movie of that. Yeah, yeah, they're making a Metal Gear Solid game. Oscar Isaac uh, got cast to play Snake. Holy shit! I did not I know hope, that. I hope it's an actual good script because that game is ripped off all the time uh, in movies and all kind of other creative properties. Yeah, I've actually. Uh, have you ever played them? Yeah, I mean Captain America. Two, the Winter Soldier is essentially the first two games. <laughs> Holy shit! There's even an elevator fight in the video game. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember um, playing it. Uh, well, sorry, I, I shouldn't say playing. I remember like reading about it in the strategy guides and stuff like that. We had a couple, but uh, it was deemed a little too violent at the time, so wasn't mm-hmm. able to play it while it was super popular. But um, it's, good. it's a great game. Yeah, go. I'm kind of interested in number four. It, it looked like it was kind of intriguing. But... <laughs> I love the soundbite, too, the, how that's always used in memes when something goes wrong. <laughs> 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 it's, 
really meme it. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the best sound effects ever made when something goes wrong. <laughs> I'm sure we can find a little isolation in that or something. Oh, I got... Um, so Fletcher from Hog Story gifted us with a clip that he, he okay. that, that they weren't using. Um That should be a segment. We should make a segment called "Going Off the Rails." Going off, yeah. I don't. I don't know what what it would. Uh, what it would. We'll think about it. Invoke, mm. but um, mm. um, actually, or maybe we could use it. We could use it for uh, if we uh, trail off the subject. You know what I mean? We end up somewhere else where we shouldn't be. We it'd, don't it'd be belong here. Right. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It'd be a, you can just play it automatically. Actually, you can play that any anytime. Like, uh, say, like uh, for instance, like when, if me and Mike start arguing back and forth, we're going off the rails. Yeah, you should just insert that. That would be a good one. I like that, and uh, I will very shortly have it added to the the board. Um, mm-hmm. Man, what else have we added? Uh, they say, "Hey, don't worry, don't be afraid ever," because. <laughs> This is just a ride, and we kill those people. <laughs> Invoke the the power of uh, Bill Hicks. Make Bill Hicks our pa- patron saint. I would be down for that. I would too. He's uh, very much. He very much belongs on this podcast. <laughs> uh, that was that was something we were talking about on Hawk Story. Like, if there was one dude I could go and pull out of the grave and revive, it would. Uh, it would be him and so probably Odorous Hur- or uh, Dave Brocky, Odorous Hurongus. Uh, that would That's be a hell of a name. <laughs> oh yeah, um, I got another one of his. <laughs> so whenever we get our donation segment going, do a commercial. You're off the artistic roll call. Every word you say is suspect. You're a corporate whore. And uh, end of story. <laughs> 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 That's why I drink orange drink. I love purple drink. That's my favorite. <laughs> uh, what else do we got here? Uh, newsflash, you stupid fucking cocks! Wait, <laughs> double fucking newsflash. Uh, see, those, uh, that audio is all over the fucking place. I, I gotta take some more time with this. Um, <laughs> get, that, get in that audition room. <laughs> I pulled this one. I pulled this one for uh, from for uh, Mike. Holy fucking shit, you guys! <laughs> <laughs> Um, I love democracy. That one, that one's weird audio wise too. I was hoping I yeah, could find the one of uh, find uh, Joe Biden saying the same thing. I was going to set them on top of each other, but um, mm-hmm. I, I can't, I can't find any videos of him saying it quite yet. I'm sure it's out there. Um, I tell you. Oh, we did that one already. Uh, oh, this one might be one of my favorite, my my favorites. How are you going to build up an immunity to fire if you don't expose yourself yeah. to fire? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's dumb shit. It's good times. It's, it's fun stuff. Um, yeah. We should uh, get y'all set up so we can just make this show nothing but jingles from now on. <laughs> I know, right? I feel like, I feel like this, uh, this episode's turned into a nice uh, jingle and... Uh, 
reactionary uh, podcast. <laughs> I like it. You know, you change it up for this episode. You know, no, yeah, me too. No we need to start making YouTube videos, man. If we're gonna do shit like this, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I was thinking, well, like, you know, something. We'll call it. We'll call it react schemes react or something. <laughs> Oh, schemes reactions, schemes mm. react, yeah. schemes reactor, uh, <clears throat> BTS reactor, BTS reactor, react reactatron. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna send you one. Can you play this one? Yeah, you send uh, it through uh, Discord. Yeah, you know what? I will do that. Actually. Yeah. That, that's probably my favorite thing, like having it set up on the phone and the computer. Now I can just fucking send shit back and forth. Um, con- uh, where should I share, share if it's a video? Where should I share it to? Put it in a clip commander. Okay. <laughs> this guy's like my favorite uh, uh, movie commentator. <laughs> Critical drinker. Yeah, I sent you some of his so stuff. So I was before. taking a shit the other day when my thoughts inevitably turned, as they often do, to The Last Jedi. You know, the more I think about that movie, the more I realize that it's basically a goldmine of bad writing, providing an almost inexhaustible supply of terrible creative decisions that I can use to explore some of the more technical aspects of writing. And in this case, I thought it might be interesting to look at the subject of command and leadership. See, because this movie was written by someone with the mind of a child, most of the characters think and behave like children as well, including those in positions of command and authority that really ought to know better. Whether it's General Hux letting himself get provoked by jokes about his mum, flying into a rage and screaming at subordinates, or getting bitch slapped by Snoke. Or Kylo Ren losing his shit and destroying important equipment just because someone made fun of him. Or General Leia giving wildly conflicting orders and taking command only to give it up again. There are things that you cannot solve by jumping in an X-Wing and blowing something up. Five minutes later. Permission to jump in an X-Wing and blow something up? Permission granted. Looking back, would you change anything God. in your script or do you stand by all your choices? Nope, stand by every choice. None of the so-called authority <laughs> figures in this film seem capable of even functioning like normal adults, never mind commanding entire ships and armies. But none of these characters are quite so utterly incompetent at their job as Admiral Holdo, a character so horribly written and thoroughly unlikable that to this day I'm not entirely convinced that she isn't some kind of subtle piss take of Kathleen Kennedy, and if so, fucking hats off to you, Ryan. <laughs> what? <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, he loves to shit on Kathleen Kennedy, but it's so true. She fucking ruined the whole. Uh, she she fucking ru- ruined the whole new Star Wars saga. No. Her, her and her writers. Yeah, her and her writers. She's not. Uh, she's not in charge of it anymore, is she? No, of course she did such a bad job that uh, fucking uh, the old CEO uh, Eger, I think is his name. Iger. Iger, yeah, Iger had to step in and say this was my this was my fault. He took basically the blame for her, and then uh, essentially everything that would get 
uh, greenlit after that would be run through him first, and then we got the Mandalorian. <laughs> right. I've seen uh, John Favreau has been directing episodes here and there, uh, yeah. which is some good shit. You know, he I think he did some some good work with the. Uh, uh, God, well, he did. He, well, I guess he just did Iron Man, didn't he? Uh, uh yeah, he did. I mean, he started the whole MCU. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but as far as like actual, because I know, I know he ended up doing uh, a lot of producer credits and stuff like that. Yeah, um, he's always been around as a producer at the very least on everything. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he got the whole ball rolling, and uh, look what we got now. All these nice spinoff shows coming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do they have? Oh, they're working on uh, the Obi Wan one, right? They work on Obi Wan. They're also working on Hawkeye's uh, show. Uh, there's also going to be WandaVision at some point, Just... and then the Black Widow film. That's probably going to go straight to Disney Plus and in theaters. Hmm. WandaVision looks like it could be pretty good. I'm I'm excited about that one. I am too. I mean, I can't get enough of some Elizabeth Olsen. I'll, I think I speak for everyone else when I say that. But, <laughs> but, uh, she's quite uh, delightful to look at. <laughs> yeah, uh, man, I guess what is there? Is there any MCU shit slated to come out? Or uh, I guess there's Black Widow, but I mean, that Black Widow should have been out already, I think. Yeah, I feel like I hadn't seen any anything about it. Uh, well, they keep pushing everything back because, like you said, with the vaccine, even when we get the vaccines out, who the fuck's still gonna go back to the theater? I mean, I know I will, but I'm a hardcore movie lover. Right. But that's it's a whole experience. I mean, like, where yeah. else are you gonna pay fifteen dollars for a bucket of popcorn? <laughs> right, <laughs> seriously, or eight dollars for a rum and coke? <laughs> oh yeah, but. You know, if like smaller theaters, you know, mom and pop locally owned ones, like that shit's that shit's pretty legit. You know, mm-hmm. there's there was actually a really nice one that was 15 minutes from our old place. Uh, yeah. So. Oh man, Th- those mom and pop ones too, especially the ones that only show like independent films. They're they're gonna be the first ones to close down. Yeah. Unless they get unless they have some serious financial backers, um, I don't see. I don't know. Maybe maybe they'll maybe they'll go give Joe Biden a handy and he'll bail him out or something. <laughs> maybe we'll see. Spend money on the cum. <laughs> there you go. I wish Mike was here to hear it. Damn it! Yeah, right. Fucking where's, where's slack that guy ass. At? He's not working. We know where you're really at, Mike. You're fishing. You're fishing, <laughs> aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I still gotta, I still gotta get that project started. Going back and listen to all the old episodes, but yeah, I need uh, to jump on that with you too, man. Looking yeah. at, um, looking at like what the descriptions read as now, it, it's it's much preferable than to just leave a blank space. And um, next, we gotta figure out how to um, concisely and intelligently aggregate all the shit that we talk about, so we can just drop it in there. So we got our little sources going. Um, I did pull the trigger on getting a domain. Uh, next up, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I saw, I saw when you posted it. Uh, I, I checked it. I checked it out too. The page. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It looks good. Um, but I think it's gonna still require some further tweakage before we really get cooking and rocking with it. But um, I mean, once once that's set up, you know, 
just getting Icecast or whatever internet streaming service rolling and then chat room and we'll be uh be doing some really good work from there i think um, i'm sorry i was just reading a funny one here uh i'm black and i broke up with my white girlfriend and she removed black lives matter from her facebook page <laughs> oh she hurt she hurting over there holy fuck superficial motherfucker i found uh a very interesting website i don't know if you'd seen it it's uh in in one of the channels it's called here's the evidence.com so when they say no there's no substantial evidence of voter fraud it's all been thoroughly debunked and all this shit um i'm looking at this list and I can scroll for one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, four Mississippi, five Mississippi, six Mississippi, seven Mississippi, eight Mississippi, nine Mississippi, ten Mississippi. And that's maybe one third of the way through. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it is quite extensive. Um Got some good shit in there. It's uh, due to the irregularity of this current 2020 presidential election. This is a crowdsourcing tool for organizing anomalies and legal issues. Our desire is that more of the election process would be made transparent. So there would be unquestionable confidence in our voting system. This is for aggregating publicly available, available items of evidence that would be admissible in court, not general election news stories or updates. Um, Yeah. It's uh, it's pretty interesting, you know. I I I I really enjoy and and support anything that's crowdsourced, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the way to go if you can. Um, and then it's, it's actually got a section that says uh unverified new submissions. Um, <laughs> poll worker spilled coffee on. A mail-in ballot. Uh, hold on. Holy shit! So this links to a this links to a f- public Facebook post from Flagstaff City, Coconino County Public Library. Uh, I spilled. Let's see. I spilled coffee on my mail-in ballot. What do I do? Two options: take your spoiled ballot to one of the county election offices on Monday from nine to five. Um. You'll, you'll turn in your spoiled ballot and, and vote a regular early ballot or take your spoiled ballot to your precinct polling place. And one of the vote centers, you'll be allowed to vote. Uh, but I don't, I don't understand what's questionable about that. Maybe that's why it's in unverified. That's kind of weird. That is weird. Um, hmm. All right. Just lost. Oh, there he goes. Poll worker spilled coffee on ballot, threw it away. Oh, and then it's got a, okay, I see. It's got a uh, um, category or a, yeah, column for what type of evidence. So, witness, photo, audio, video, data for analyzer, document, statistical, uh, all sorts of shit. But I'm still confused as to why that would be listed. Um, why that would be listed as uh, eyewitness 
that they spilled coffee on on that, you know? Mm-hmm. But oh well. Mostly, mm-hmm. I'm just, I don't know, I'm kind of stepping away from all that election coverage and just... Me too, man. I'm, I'm so over it. It's the same shit every day. He's not going to concede and he's leaving on the 20th. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. Um, but I get it. But you do you, Donald. You're going to make a million bucks per speech you give after this anyways, so... You know, keep living a good fight. <laughs> um, I think the this would be I haven't read through this article yet, but it was posted in the um uh the troll room for no agenda by one of the uh, uh producers. Uh I uh dude named Ben's name is Sir Bemrose, but the uh, I thought it was it sounded like an interesting enough article. Could be uh something good for this show. But it's called Throwing Stones, Everyone's Favorite Fallacy. Hmm. Uh, classical education required students before anything else to learn the basic building blocks of thought. In the ancient trivium, students learned grammar, logic, and rhetoric, or how language, argument, and persuasion work. As emphasis on these arts have dis- uh, has decreased, so has our society's c- capacity to think. And where thought decreases, emotions increases so that we are led around by our appetites rather than our intellects. This is the clearest in the types of the arguments we use, or rather, in the types of fallacious arguments that we use. Our errors can be the most revealing, showing our weakest points. One of the most prevalent errors in our day is pure assertion, the argumentum ad lapidem. It's a cry against reason, a straightforward refusal, quote, it's not because I say it's not. It is essentially a response of whatever to your interlocutor. Interlocutor. It is the intellectual equivalent of throwing a rock at your opponent, which is a fitting analogy. <laughs> uh, it's it's got a it's got an English name. So the name of the argumentum ad lapidum is known as appeal to the stone, and it comes from a story of England's foremost man of letters, Dr. Samuel Johnson, in response to George Berkeley's philosophy that reality is immaterial and that being only exists and it's being perceived. Dr. Johnson reputedly said, I refute it thus, and kicked a stone. Dr. Johnson's display was intended to show, to his foot's dismay, that the stone existed independent of his perceptions, but it hardly addressed the substance of Bishop Berkeley's argument. Rather, it was merely theatrical performance meant to ridicule the idea. Such an appeal is not logical because it does not address the content or form of the argument. It is a rhetorical maneuver appealing to the hearer's desire to appear respectable and not ridiculous. The ad lapidum is an end run around logic straight toward the hearer's feelings. This argument is simply foolish and you don't want to look like a fool, do you? And there are a few things we are quicker to uh, protect than our pride and esteem. You know what this kind of reminds me of? What's that? Just sitting there saying, that's totally fake news. It's been debunked. It's appealing to the stone. (laughs) It's appeal to these stones, motherfucker. (laughs) Jesus. Uh, This kind of argument is uh, by scoff is a favorite of users of social media. Facebook comments and tweets are largely composed of sarcastic dismissals and sardonic belittling. News stories and opinion pieces are shared and their points of view allegedly defend 
defeated simply by posting the eye rolling emoji above them. <laughs> John Stewart made a career on the daily show by playing a clip of George W. Bush speaking and holding a quizzical look on his face to the delight of his sympathetic, a sympathetic audience before letting out an expletive videos of cable news interactions go viral with headlines like X be X being wrong as usual or Z destroys Y. <laughs> Z destroys Y. <laughs> I like that. I like it. I do too. Um, yeah, inevitably. Z destroys Y. Um, features straw man arguments and logical uh, fallacies galore. The point is not to demonstrate a counterposition. The point is to persuade others that the position is obviously wrong and not even worth hearing. Uh, we have to distinguish between this logical fallacy and its more respectable cousin, the tactic known... Oh, shit, it evolves. The tactic known as reductio ad absurdum. They can appear similar at first, as cousins often do, but one is a valid argument while the other is not. A reductio ad absurdum demonstrates that the logic of a given argument necessarily leads to a conclusion that is self-contradictory, false, or unacceptable. Uh, to use a recent example, cable news host Tucker Carlson was discussing the issue of transgender, transgender bathroom usage with senior DNC advisor Zach Petcanis. Uh, Pet Petcanis. Yes, Pet I um, Yes, and it's in parentheses. Yes, I know the title of the link includes the quote destroys uh, label previously lamented. Let that pass. <coughs> Uh, a, a in so, so Mr. Mr. Petkinus made the categorical statement quote a person's gender identity dis- determines a person's gender period end quote Mr. Carlson then took extended logic of this pr- proposition to a necessary conclusion asking whether he could simply declare himself a woman and thereby be eligible to play on a, a collegiate women's field hockey team or apply to a federal program for women starting small businesses. Mr. Petkinos uh, attempted to dismiss the argument by saying that's silly. That's not what we're talking about. It is telling that uh, this dude that he did not he did uh, that did not introduce an additional principle to distinguish between the two cases. To, to say no, of course not. Here's the difference between the two. He does not give a reason why the two are different. He simply asserts that it is so and quickly moves to deflect, seeing how devastating the point is to his position. That is, this is solid argumentation, whereas Mr. Petkinos, by calling the point silly, used the ad lapidum fallacy to try and sidestep the point. Uh, This kind of argument is especially destructive to social discourse because it is inherently divisive. It is rarely effective against someone who knows his own mind and understands the reasons for his own position. It can be quite effective against the person who is undecided on an issue, appealing to his desire to appear intelligent to others. It is extremely effective in solidifying and whipping up an audience that is already in favor to the point of being defeated, uh, defended. To laugh at the opposition brings a feeling of superiority over the poor benighted fools who have the misfortune, misfortune of believing as they do. Thus, the feeling of superiority, the ego involved, becomes tied to the position held so that to attack the position is to attack the ego of one holding it, which will provoke a visceral response for the attack is perceived as personal, personal and not principal. When a man feels that to give away his position is to give away himself, he is more likely to hold fast to his place 
no matter how strongly reason intends to dislodge them. When we are no longer open to letting reason lead us somewhere new because our feelings have entrenched us in place, we risk turning the public square into no man's land, a place where intellectual life is mowed down, not with bullets, but with stones. Huh. Pretty little interesting argument, or uh, 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 article, I should say. Um, definitely feel like there's no shortage of that, you know. Uh, pick a word debunked uh, baseless um, fake news misinformation like through and through but I'm sure with any good uh, any any well anything of this of this fucking world where you got duality there's one side is just as guilty as the other side but I think um, at least we have a name to it I, I guess is my ultimate point appealing to the stone Mm-hmm. Um, appealing to the stones, maybe. <laughs> um, but yeah, was there? Um, it, I mean, did you have any any particular thoughts on that, or is it just kind of not not exactly? No. Um, sorry, sorry, I just got a text from my mom. Excuse me. Oh, that's no worries. Mm-hmm. Everything's all right. Now. No, I'm good on that one. Hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of poking through, seeing if there's anything else I found. There's a there's a lot of political stuff, but I, th- I think we've done a pretty good job staying away from that for this episode. Um, there is this new Order of the Barbarians cassette that I really want to listen to, and it seems to be one of the earlier instances of people talking about a New World Order agenda, um, but it's about four hours long in total. Um, so I was looking it up right now too. And that's exactly what it says. <laughs> um, it definitely uh, hits nineteen eighty eight. Um, hits some pretty interesting uh, highlights. Uh, well, uh, I'd say it, should, it hits some pretty interesting subjects. And here's some highlights. Um, uh, so, goals of the New World Order: redirecting the purpose of sex, sex without reproduction, and reproduction without sex. Planning the control over medicine, elimination of private doctors, introducing new difficult to diagnose and untreatable diseases, um, suppressing cancer cures as a mean of population control, inducing heart attacks as a form of assassination. That's a real thing. So I'm I'm wondering if this came out right at the same time that uh, the CIA went under fire for having their um, heart attack guns. I don't know if you've ever seen anything about those, but. It's, it's, oh, it's what's a heart attack gun yeah i'm looking it up right now so it's something that they could uh, essentially like you know silently kill folks with them and just i i don't remember how the the mechanism worked but um mm-hmm. yeah there was court hearings over it and everything um let's see Jane, wow. did you find it uh yeah i mean i found videos and all kinds of stuff talking about it yeah it's insane yeah, this one's kind of weird. The need for more jails and using hospitals as jails. Um, I don't know if it would be a hospital per se, but I think quarantine camp <laughs> is something that fits in there uh, a little a little better. Um, shifting populations and economics, that is tearing the social roots, gun control, um, eliminating femininity, uh, sex and violent inculated through entertainment entertainment as a tool to change the young oh, that's going to be good 
falsified science research, terrorism, financial control, uh, the arrival of the totalitarian global system. People will just disappear. So it's three cassettes. You can actually, from uh, what I understand, you can actually order copies of the cassettes, which would be super cool to have in just like a total uh, esoterical way, you know? Mm-hmm. order these old ass fucking cassette tapes um but yeah it was uh this guy was recollating rec- um recollating recalling <laughs> okay <laughs> what's what's the word i'm looking for uh, recollecting recollecting recollect he was recollating um right this speech by uh dr day um and that was in 1969 so the introduction is a transcript transcript of a three tape. Oh, that, that's what this website is. Um, it was simply known as the New World System, the NWS. Uh, tapes were recorded in 1988, but the original speech that everything was based off of was in 69. Um, yeah. So it's all on YouTube. Um, it's on my short list of stuff to check out here. So maybe we should add that to the uh, Discord. Uh, well, it's it's already in the. I got it placed in the Discord. But um, as far as like, yeah, let's uh, let's let's do some digging into this one for next week for sure. Okay, um, I think that one could be pretty cool. And I got some other uh, CIA sort of stuff in here uh, talking about um, holo the holograph theory and um, God, what's the name of that? No, don't open. I just want you to read it. Um, it's, God, it's, uh, it, <laughs> it's, it's kind of what Stargate was based off of, if that makes any sense. Just open, damn it. Um, here we go. The gateway process. Um, so I don't know a ton about that one. I got a, I got a little video to go with it and it's got lizard people in it. So that should be, <laughs> uh, that should be a fun one. That should be pretty good. Um, so yeah, I might, uh, I might focus on those two things for next week's episode. Um, and then getting the, you know, the whole website stuff squared away and just keep plugging away. I I think audio is finally happy where it wants to be. We just need to do a couple more episodes, get the practice in, you know? Yeah, I'm definitely happy with the audio as well. Everything sounds great. Um, I've been listening to the past couple episodes and. I've got no complaints. Like you guys obviously do an excellent job with syncing and editing and things of that nature. And I, I just really need to step my side of the, uh, step up on my side. Now that I'm clear again, I'm going to really start uh, hammering down on this shit that I've been talking and like pipe dream form for the past month. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be some good shit. Um, I don't know how I'm going to get, uh, God, it was, it was a lot. It was almost 900 memes that I have saved on my phone that I have ready to go for the dank deposit. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if maybe it would be easier if I just zip all those and um, I can I can mail them over to you, email them to you instead of having to go through one by one to the Discord. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it some more, I guess. Yeah. We'll, fig- we'll figure it out. We'll figure this out, man. There was uh God, where see I'm I'm glad that we split it up. 
Um, cause I, I don't know if you saw it or not, but, uh, the old, um, next time on DBZ, I, I split it up. So now we got some more categories and for anybody listening, it's, <laughs> that's interested. It's COVID-1984 space is fake, weird stories, paranormal and shit, politrix, mm. mind crime, alphabet soup. Um, so if you ever think of a category and, uh, you're not quite sure it fits into any of those by all means, like let's uh i think the the further that we diverse diversify it the more we can pinpoint in on stuff yeah you know what i mean absolutely um space is fake oh you know what there was a huge fucking telescope that collapsed in florida from what i just old age ill repaired um they didn't have the funding to do any of the maintenance on it i guess I'm sorry, mm-hmm. not Florida, Puerto Rico. Um, a huge, already damaged radio telescope in Puerto Rico that has played a key role in astronomical discoveries for more than a half century completely collapsed on Tuesday. The telescope's 900-ton receiver platform fell onto the reflector dish more than 400 feet below. Holy mm. shit. That had to be one spectacular of a crash. Yeah. Uh, the U.S. National Science Foundation had early announced that the uh, uh, God Arecibo, Arecibo Observatory would be closed. An auxiliary cable snapped in August, causing a 100 foot gash on the 1,000 foot wide, 300 meter, 305 meter wide dish, and damaged the receiver platform that hung above it. Then a main cable broke in early November. Uh, the collapse stunned many scientists who were relied on. Uh, who had relied on what was until recently the largest radio telescope in the world. It sounded like a rumble. I knew exactly what it was, said Jonathan Friedman, who worked for 26 years as a senior research associate at the observatory and still lives near it. I was screaming. Personally, I was out of control. I don't have words to express it. It's a very deep, terrible feeling. Uh, The dude ran up a small hill near his home and confirmed his suspicions. A cloud of dust hung in the air where the structure once stood, demolishing hopes held by some scientists that the telescope could be somehow repaired. Uh, It's a huge loss, says uh, an astronomer and professor uh, at the University of Puerto Rico who was using the telescope for her doctorate. It was a chapter of uh, her life. Scientists worldwide have been petitioning U.S. officials and others to reverse the NS. F's decision to close the observatory. The NSF said at the time that it intended to eventually reopen the visitor center and restore operations at the observatory's remaining assets. Um, it included facilities for upper atmospheric and ionosphere research, including analyzing cloud cover and precipitation data. It was built in 1960. Uh, it was, de- it was, uh, developed as a push for find an anti-ballistic or it was developed for anti-ballistic missile defense systems and yeah. hurricanes, tropical humidity, recent string of earthquakes. Um, telescope have been used to track asteroids and drew about 90,000 visitors a year. Um, another cable. Yeah. It was just all these cables kept breaking and stuff. Um, the pictures are, pretty fucking stunning um as i'm sure you could imagine um yeah just totally wiped out oh yeah yeah i'm seeing it here yeah just punch through um damn yep 
sad shit. Definitely. 900 metric tons. Massive. Massive fucking crash. This thing is like built into a fucking like mountain crater too. It's it's huge. Um, yeah, it's just some more weird kind of anomaly space related shit. I, you know, it's they're they're saying that it was uh, just lack of maintenance and lack of funding. Maybe someone tried to take it out. You know, <laughs> just because of the the pure fact that they're saying that it, it broke from negligence, I, it just makes me wonder like. With all this, like, tiptoeing around alien disclosure that we've been doing this year, like... Oh, God. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just watched the video of it collapse. <laughs> oh, I hadn't seen the video of it yet. Holy shit. You want me to share it with you? Yeah, let's check it out. Um, here, hold on. How do I do this from my laptop now? Uh, it'll be the button beside the camera on the... So when you're looking at the video broadcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should see it'll say turn off camera, share screen, mute, or disconnect. Oh, uh, oh, wait, here we go. Here, I'll just share it on the Discord. Here we go. Um, yeah, we're <laughs> we're still getting our, ourselves familiarized with this platform. I'm pretty happy we with it so far. A brand new Mac user. <laughs> Oh, okay. Here we go. So I got the link here. All right. So file. Uh, copy. Here we go. There we go. And then uh, we'll do that. And then we we'll do <laughs> that. Yeah, this and, is how we do it. And then clip commander. I and the clip commander wherever you see clips you're gonna see this face (laughs) there you go gotcha alright telescope's hanging out here get this going for you that's pretty Wait, is that sharing for you? Yeah. God damn, dude. Yeah, that that thing just totally obliterates. Hold on, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back. I wanna see that again. the way the telescope crumbles I that's some that's some like uh, that's some that's some shit yourself levels of uh oh there's a is there a close-up oh my god oh shit yeah dude yeah this this video is like right up on the fucking steel cables as they're collapsing yeah there's a fucking webcam up there Jesus Christ that's gnarly. Yeah, you can see all the fucking all the cables like starting to go and they're snapping and just chain reaction down the whole fucking thing. 
Yeah, right into the dish. Yeah, that's scary, man. Jesus. Yeah, if there's if <laughs> one thing that like is guaranteed to make me pucker, it's the idea of uh, steel cables under tension snapping like that right. shit. That'll Ugh. cut you in half. <laughs> no bueno. Um, yeah. Thanks for sending it. I hadn't seen it. Holy fuck. <laughs> science.org. Good job. Way to go, science. <laughs> Hooray for science. Yes, science. I don't have any good uh I don't have any good science jingles, unfortunately. We'll find uh, some. Yeah. Hey, Space Jam 2's coming directly to HBO Max. Oh Woo. shit. Are you excited for that? I actually am. I'm a I'm a huge LeBron James fan, so I hope it's uh very good. I enjoyed him in a couple other I mean he's usually always playing himself, but I think it's actually kind of funny when they give him a good scenario. Mm. I'm I'm assuming he would still be playing himself in, in this production, right? Yeah, yeah, very much so. Gotcha. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe Michael Jordan will even make a cameo. Who knows? <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. I could see that. Totally see that. Um, well, is there anything else that you wanted to, uh, touch on the night? Not really off the top of my head, man. Uh, I kind of also got to get back to work too, but, um, so I'm not going to bed till at least three or four tonight and I can feel it already. Yeah. No worries. No worries. Um, yeah, there's some other stuff I want to kind of get squirreled away and then can, since, uh, since Mike is preoccupied tonight, I can do the audio and get everything uploaded All right two hours it's gonna be plenty long enough for that um, absolutely yeah um if uh if there's any new listeners that came over from hog story thanks for hanging out we, we appreciate y'all we um, always appreciate y'all thank you so much yeah Hope to see you every week if possible i did uh i did offer out um an invitation for uh carolyn and fletcher to join us uh when we get to that that point and we're ready so i'm always down man yeah i think it should be good Um, yeah i'm always uh down for more perspectives i actually uh i want to get mike in on this conversation but there's a um this dude that i I used to reenact with he's got a history show on youtube that he started up uh, with his family and um yeah one of his old uh army buddies um Mm -hmm. i think it'd be kind of cool to get him on on our show as a as a guest that'd be awesome man we we, we need to take advantage of that for sure yeah and and pat's been going fucking ham on um just everything that's been happening this year and like he's constantly just fucking with fat checkers on facebook uh, excuse me the feed bag and shit like that Mm -hmm. so you know that's uh he, he, he's definitely going to have an interesting take on everything. And you know, he's, he's very, very vocal about uh, all this shit that's going on. And um, I think, I think it could be cool. I'm not sure if uh, he'd be down for it or not, but you know, it doesn't hurt to ask. And actually I got one of his, uh, he's an author too. And he's got a book called triple canopy. Um, canopy. Yeah. Uh, in, in the, um, in the army, there's three different, um, tabs that you can get you can get ranger airborne or special forces and okay. uh, he's one of a handful of dudes that's gotten all three over the over the tenure of his service nice 
yeah so he's he's got some fucking credits and um i think it would be cool to have him on you know he, he used to be uh one of our commanders when we were reenacting back in the day mm-hmm. so i've known him since i was probably 14 or so 14 or 15 um sounds like a good guy yeah i, I think it could be fun i should um check with uh, uh mads malachi and see how he see how he feels about it <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't see him opposing it <laughs> um but yeah well, um, find us on social medias behind the schemes, SCH3M3S. Um, we got our we email. We got a Twitter, we got an IG, and a book face. Book face. <laughs> <laughs> Feedback, Instagram, and the twits. Yeah, we party with Zuckerberg, so. <laughs> oh, that was something. <laughs> We're having a good, good fucking uh, roll with last night. Chris Rock has got a, a gag about mark zuckerberg it's really fucking funny <laughs> well, what was that on was that on snl or something uh i think it's in one of his comedy specials did you oh, just okay. have a new one come out yeah i think he did actually yeah. you know I, I, that I, and a book i want to say too very cool um so yeah that should be some uh some funny it, it was pretty funny i was more disappointed that not once did mark uh did chris rock called mark zuckerberg a cuck but you'll understand <laughs> once um once you listen to it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Yeah. Oh, uh, we got an email. Um, behind the schemes again. Sch three m three s at protonmail.com. So, uh, email us there if you if you if you want to say something to <coughs> us, motherfucker. <laughs> Please, we look forward to answering you. Oh yeah. Um. Well, cool, man. Uh. Yeah. That was a quick episode tonight but um feels good yeah yes two hour quick (laughs) um well cool um i hope everybody enjoyed themselves can't spell the new abnormal without nwo uh shout out to my sister and her company charlotte rose uh if y'all are looking for candles sage uh lotions uh check out charlotte rose uh, she's on Instagram. Her name's Raquel. But yeah, check her out too. She's got some really good stuff over there. She's got some nice winter specials going on as well too. Hell yeah! I I I actually might be out of Sage, believe it or not. I haven't. Man, seen... check, I'll shoot you a link to my sister's uh page if you want. I'll sure. send it to you in a minute. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, well, yeah. In that case, hope everybody has a good night and hope you enjoy yourselves. All right, y'all. Peace.